Hello, everyone. My name is Devon. Hey, hey, and I'm Jenny. And you're listening to Chameleon Love. Today's topic is going to be Why Did I Get Married? My wife and I, Jennifer, have been married for five and a half years, and we have two lovely children. And, you know, the topic of the discussion today came from the movie Why Did I Get Married? Uh, Tyler Perry's movie. And,. You know, that's always a question that single people ask me and uh, other married people also ask me as well. And I'm sure Jennifer gets the same thing of why did we get married? So we wanted to kind of talk about that today uh, as the main topic and just kind of explain some of our experiences, some of our reasons and uh, the thing that keeps us going in our marriage. So we'll start off first. uh, Lovely Jenny. Why did you get married? Hmm, why did I get married? Let's see. Why did I get married? Um, I think, you know, first of all, I have to say that I, I think I, in the beginning, I got married for, um, you know, companionship. And I, I felt like I, I wanted that person to spend the rest of my life with you know mm-hmm. now was I ready uh, as ready as I could be you know but I think initially you really don't know how ready you are until you do it um, absolutely you know so I could say going down that aisle honestly I'm thinking like part of me is so excited but the other part of me is like am I ready for this what am I getting myself into? Um, Naturally. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, is this forever? Right. Is it temporary? Right. Um, and then and I would why- think that a lot of those um, those thoughts that went through your head yeah. um, was because of marriages that you saw in the past that maybe had a negative connotation or, um, or didn't work or connotation, I'm sorry, or didn't work or there was a lot of different things that you may have seen with different marriages and you're like i'm never getting married ah definitely i you know i thought to myself "Uh uh-uh i don't want that you know and i couldn't really to be honest with you i couldn't see myself being married you know as a wife to anybody and being someone's forever you know and thinking to myself like all right you know jennifer are you somebody's property now you know because you think about that and um i'm sure the younger you did not like that idea of being someone's (laughs) property with air quotes around (laughs) it no 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 you know you're coming right out of sink out of the single game you know the single game is your a mindset that you have lived with and that has worked for you year after year over 20 years you know what I mean? You've been, it's been all about you. It was right. You when you, you know, it was all about you. And as a kid, grew up, teenage years, all about you. Grew up, you know, now you're mid-20s, college student, 20s. It's still all about you. And then you meet this person. And it's suddenly not all about you anymore. Right. So that was, to me, that was one of those things where, okay, well, then why am I getting married? To be honest with you, when I first got married, I can't really answer that question. Right. Truthfully. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I know I loved you. And, and, you know, people ask, okay, well, are you in love with someone? I, I think it's very hard to be in love with someone when 
you first get married because there's a whole lot of about them and about yourself that you mm. don't know. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's all about, um, fa- you know, I didn't know what loving myself was. So for me to be in love with you, I think that that just wasn't. So basically you had to peel that case. onion back, go all the way back, peel the layers yeah. back and figure out, okay, um, before I can love anyone else, I need to love myself. I need to love myself. Right. Yeah. Am I in love with myself? I wasn't. There's a lot of part, a parts, a lot of parts of me that was not in tuned with myself, and a lot of parts that wasn't that I wasn't happy about. Mm-hmm. And so, to, to for you to come into my life, which was so drastic for me, mm-hmm. and for someone to love me regardless of who I am, mm-hmm. yeah, that that's a lot. That's a lot to digest. Right. So, why did I get married? Uh, initially, companionship. Initially, wanting to to grow with someone. I'm hoping someone would love me unconditionally. Mm-hmm. I was looking for that. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that as a as a young girl, you know. And um, initially, I think subconsciously, because I didn't get certain things as a young girl, I was trying to have you fill a void without saying right. you're filling a void. And so for me, I'm like, okay, I can get that fulfilling, um, that I can uh, be appear to be fulfilled in ways that I wasn't, you know, when I was when I was younger. And so I wanted, I wanted that. I mm-hmm. wanted to see what that felt like and looked like. And um, and I, I think that was my initial driver. Like somebody could actually love me unconditionally and with my imperfections mm. forever. And that was hard to wrap your head around. It's totally hard to wrap <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. Absolutely. Um, I had never seen that around me. All sure. the marriages, like you said, all the marriages around um, around me, surrounding me, uh, were not healthy, mm-hmm. and I didn't see. I thought I saw a lot of save face, uh, saving face type marriages. So it was what all. Do you, what do you mean by that? Spell on that. It's all bit. about in my family and those around me. It was all about putting on a facade. Um, emotionally, you were broken, and emotionally, you were unhappy. But for the sake of the marriage and for the sake of the kids or yeah, you stayed and looking at depending on what other people thought about you. So let me let me let me kind of interject right there. So with you with you saying that you make you make a make a really good point. So do you think that's more of a generational thing of where they stayed women and men stayed through through whatever thing do whatever happened, whether granddad cheated six, seven, eight hundred times. You know, had had a whole nother family that lived across the street. It, yeah. it, did, it didn't matter. Like they stayed together. So do you think with with that being in that generation and with our generation, which we're kind of on that cusp of the um, of the uh, what, what is it called? Like the rebellion. It's kind of, kind of a rebellious kind of generation. Like a rebellious, you know, the rebellious generation. Right. You know, where we just don't take much. Yeah. You know, millennials. Yeah, That's what I'm looking for. Millennials. We're on the cusp of that millennial yeah. thing, which, you know, I feel, I feel I feel some type of way about that because yeah. I'm still so so old school. But I do have a millennial side yeah. to me. Um, and so um, but but with that, you, you're looking at marriages like ours, marriages like some of our friends where millennial marriages are more of. Look, 
if I'm not happy, I'm not going to stay. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. sit up here and take your stuff. Yeah. I'm not going to sit up here and let you talk to me any type of way. Yeah. You're not going to have a whole nother family across the street or down the street Definitely or whatever. Not. Making me look stupid. Nope. Not, not saving face for you. Mm-hmm. Not saving face for social media or our family. And if I don't care what you I'm think. I'm not happy. Yeah. I'm not staying. I don't care what you think. I right. think we have an attitude where it's enough is enough you know right. I, I mean i really don't care what you think I, you know thank you for your opinion but eh, i don't really need it right. i think um i definitely agree with you uh in regards to uh, generations and um back then things weren't talked spoken of mm-hmm. if they hurt you and you know kept it in. you kept it in right. and you continue living in that same turmoil until you were broken or until you broke someone else. So essentially you died unhappy you did. for the most part. You, you or you grew unhappy. old and you became you unhappy. You died unhappy or you are still dying unhappy. Mm. You are still, I mean, that's that's powerful mm-hmm. that people can live that long unhappy and then take that to their grave or grow old and then you're, down, you're now on the downside and you're still unhappy. Because then it starts it's a disease or you know or let me take it a a, 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 another direction you either stay together kids grow up you 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 and your husband or you and your wife grow old you're still unhappy and you die unhappy or your kids grow up you've been married 20 years now that last kid is leaving to go to college and guess what divorce papers are served just like that yeah because you've been unhappy since that child was four years old Mm -hmm. But because of the children, you decided to stay for whatever reason, or you guys decided decided to stay together yeah. to save face or for what the children's people, sake. What will people think of you? You got to think about that too. Some of us from, are from old school spiritual families and spiritual ties where uh, spiritually are in the church. You didn't get a divorce and you didn't believe in it. So I think from a religious standpoint too, that those type of things mattered. You know, um, those were the type of factors that would make it or break it mm-hmm. for many people and still are mm-hmm. for many people. Many people shun upon upon divorce. Like they, they don't care what you're going through. They say stay and endure. Well, I think that's you know, I think that comes too. from more. Yeah. Spiritually is more of like a biblical thing. Yeah. Um, in terms of you just stay it and you stay in it, you work at it and you make it right. Um, I can't necessarily say I agree with that. And the, the reason why I say that is because. I'm, I'm 32 years old and Lord willing, I have about a good 50 years left on this earth. I don't want to spend the next 50 years miserable. You shouldn't. I don't want to spend the next 50 years with somebody that I, that I love, but I don't like. Uh, I think, I think there's a lot of that going around. I love them, but I don't, but I don't like them. Mm, I can't do that. I, I feel like there's way too much to do, um, with within yourself mm-hmm. and that's another thing too one of those things is that all right so you know millennials we don't have time but then on the other end of the spectrum with millennials is that um they're so quick to bounce mm-hmm. there's no work and you know so where's the happy median that is true that you is true i mean because like, they will stop something in a minute and be will. like you know what i'm not doing this job nah, I'm, not, I'm not doing this <laughs> i'm not going to work this today. marriage stuff is too hard i'm gone <laughs> so i i I will say i I agree with you on that that happy median is finding that balance of okay where do i say okay we have a a divide we have a difference in our relationship and we're going to put in some work and try to make this thing work yeah however when do you decide okay 
enough is enough and I've had enough and I don't I don't want to I don't want to get mad I, I don't want to yeah. do this or continue this uh, I, I, again because I, that that all factors into the why why did I get married you 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 got married most people get married for the companionship you get married yeah. and some people get married because just because it's tradition yeah just because oh oh it's the well, thing I to feel do. like oh I'm it's, 35 it's the thing I'm, to do. Everybody's I'm not a, getting any yeah, younger everybody's doing it let me just go ahead and get or, or, you, or you see your friends your friends started getting married your friends you went to high school and college yeah. with now they're getting married and now you're like all right I gotta go ahead and get married too because everybody then, else is doing let's it. be honest who really wants to be alone for the rest of their life i don't think anyone wants to be alone right so you know again like you said i don't want to be alone when you're thinking about that you don't want to be alone you're thinking about like you said that togetherness having that companion regardless sometimes of what it's like and then you know you're thinking about oh this may not ever come again i think some people feel as if though man i gotta do this so then you end up settling and there's uh there there's there's now there's another level to that where mm-hmm. were you really happy or was that just that was what was presented to you right you know what i mean and so now you're just you're you're thinking like ah uh, now you're dating this person you start dating this person mm-hmm. in the back of your head you know that this is not the person that you ideally would have wanted however you know you're thinking to yourself well if i let this go Am I going to get another chance at this? Could this be it? I, I mean, I really think, too, that you have to know yourself mm-hmm. enough before you get married, too. Because then, if not, then you marry, then you get married, and then you spend the rest, those first couple of years trying to get that person to learn, you know, learn who you are as you learn you. Right. And then it, it just creates confusion, so, you know? I'll say... Um, a, a, a big part to that that you just said to kind of piggyback is that y- you have to know who you are when you get married yeah. or before you get married. But then you also have to know who you are after you get married as well. Yeah. Because you can lose yourself within that marriage. Definitely. And then once you lose yourself, you don't know who you are. So if you don't know who you are, yeah. then you best believe your spouse don't know who you are. Exactly. One of the biggest re- reasons why... I got married was first and foremost I felt like you were too good to pass up like you were you were what I was looking for what I was looking for in a wife and it was it was too risky too much of a gamble for me to pass you up and then be on the hunt looking for something better and I put air quotes around that better um, that I may or may not ever find And I just didn't want to take that gamble. I, I'm, I think, I think I'm realistic enough to know that there's always someone out there that may be better than you or may right. be better than myself. Um, but it's a matter of are you willing to take that risk? And then why are you taking? Are you, are you taking that risk because you want to have some more fun? Or yeah. Are you taking that risk because you just really do think that someone else is out there that's better? Oh, this this person is great. But let me find just a little bit better. Kind of that is the grass green on the other side effect. And so I went, I took the approach of, all right, I can't, I can't afford to pass this woman up. And the reason why I decided that I was going to go ahead and propose was because I felt it in my heart. I felt it in my heart that this is what 
I wanted to do. I wasn't acting on impulse. Yeah. I was really thought about it. Um, it was very methodical in terms of me trying to figure out, okay, do I really want to drop down right. on my crusty knee and <laughs> <laughs> and ask, will you marry me? And wait. And will she say yes? And wait. Let's be real. Am I really ready to give up all this other? Am I really ready <laughs> to give up all these <laughs> Beautiful, sophisticated <laughs> women, we'll call them, uh, back then. <laughs> um, yeah. Am I, am I, am I yeah. really, you know what? Part of me was, yeah. part of me wasn't. Yeah. I was scared, obviously, as you should be. Yeah. Because you're like, okay, monogamy for the rest of my life. Yeah. One thing, one woman, one area <laughs> for the rest of my life. Am I really the ready to give that up yeah um and you know to be honest i wrestled with myself about it and i thought about it hard and 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 and, and long and, and and prayed about it and i was like you know what yeah this is this is the right thing for me to do because for one there's a lot of diseases out there some of them you can get rid of some of them you can't okay. and i didn't want to find out which <laughs> ones i can get rid of and which ones i can't it's a gamble and the path that i was on I mean, I'm just just to be completely yeah. transparent. The path I mean, that I was on, I was, I was a wrecking ball, hey, pretty much. And you know, it 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 was um, it was one of those things where I'm just like, all right, I've played the field a lot, and I've had my fair share of fun. Um, the getting older aspect did did play a part in it. Um, it was a very small part, say, but yeah, it did, it did play a part. Because I was, we, we were what, 20, I was 27, mm, both yeah. of us were 27 when we got married. When we got married, we met. We met when I was 22, yeah. technically, getting ready to turn so, 23. Like, and really so, young, yeah, you know? at that age, I, was, I wasn't ready to give up. Yeah, but, <laughs> neither one of us. But, um, <laughs> but, but. In fact, you had a boyfriend, but that's a whole nother story. That's a whole nother story. We'll leave that for another podcast. I did. I did. I did. It's terrible. (laughs) We need to repent when we go home. (laughs) But um (laughs) but um but yeah, but I knew that I couldn't afford again to pass this up. Um you were very nurturing. Um yeah, you had your you know, your isms about you (laughs) and 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 so did I. Yeah. But you know, I was like, is this enough to run me away? Yeah. Or is this something that I know we could work through and, you know, eventually I think we'll be able to, you know, move on. That's a that gamble. is a gamble. You don't it's, know. it's a very big gamble, too. You don't know that. You don't know that. I mean, yeah, I was nurturing. I, I was nurturing, but, you know, it, it, I, there could have been another end, you know, of the spectrum. You know what there, I mean? There could have been an uh, ugly end an of the spectrum. An ugly end of the spectrum that wasn't make it or break it. Right. Um, but, you know, thankfully, I think the biggest thing for us was that initially when we got married, we thought about being friends first. Like there was a friendship there. Man, we there were great friends a, first. We were a friendship. We were really I mean, like best friends first. To be honest first. with you, we didn't even we really so much talk fun. much about marriage right. prior when we dated. I don't think we focused really. We really focused on that. Right. I think we just 
enjoyed each other's presence mm-hmm. you know there was no pressure you never we never spoke about well when are we mm-hmm. getting married or well, how much time you know we got well what are you thinking you know it was never we didn't go into our friendship with the expectation of getting married right you know we went into it like you know young we two went, young we people went into it as two young people having fun life. We you know? took so many spontaneous trips. We did so, it, it was so much spontaneity in our relationship that it was like, man, like this is a great feeling. Like I like traveling. You like traveling. Yeah. So fitness. We 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 both were heavy Football. into fitness. We both love sports. You know. So we both you know were family oriented people. So it was like, man, like I'm getting, like it's like I'm getting a a a, a lady friend. But I'm also hanging out with one of the guys. And that's what it made me feel like. It was like hanging out with one of the guys that I could go back to the house with and, you know, do some <laughs> do some do some do some grown up things that I shouldn't have been doing. <laughs> but be able to still, you yeah. know, go out and grab some wings or something like that and watch the game and, and be, you know, into it. And that that was just something I was just like, man, like. I really get the best of both worlds yeah. here. I get to hang out with my homie, and then I get to play with my homie. Like <laughs> that, that, that's awesome. You know what I'm saying? Well, what would you want? You well, know, what could you I, I, I wasn't. I, I wasn't. It, yeah. it, it wasn't like it was a separate like. Like all right, like I go only with the homies to watch football, or I go out with the homies to watch football and to watch sports. But then I go out with my girlfriend or my friend, and we go out to eat and we do all. Nah, like we were hanging out hanging out you hung out with some of my homies sometime it might you might be the only girl in the room and And you were just hanging out now that we're you know now that we're married we're still hanging you know there's some you know so i i I gotta ask you you know now that we're here through all this transition why chameleon love chameleon love well chameleon love came to me uh at five o'clock in the morning right I, me I, I, I kicked you and woke you up <laughs> and was like, hey, I got a name. It's Chameleon Love. And you was like, okay, why? Why Chameleon Love? Yeah. And so that stemmed from a conversation that we had a few weeks ago that I basically said, so uh, before I say that, I would say the opposite of what I'm going to say is typically someone says, my love for you will never change. Yeah. I looked at that a little bit differently. I said, my love for you will change. And you looked at me a bit strange and and said, why will your love change? And I said, my love will change as you grow. My love for you has to grow as well. Like, I have to find a different way to love you where you are in this particular time in your life. They say a person changes every five years. So if you change every five years, that means the way that I love you has to also change with you. If it does it, then it stays the same, and that may create a disconnect. Right. It's just like a love language. If, if anyone has ever taken a love language, if you out there have ever taken a love language, your love language can change. Yeah. You may be a, a words of affirmation person, and then that may change the quality of time, or that may change the physical touch. Mm-hmm. Whatever whatever it is. My love language changed in the past 10 years. Clearly. Uh, Jenny's love <laughs> language has changed Clearly. also in the past few years. So, you know, yeah. as her love as she changes and as she grows i have to change and also and uh, i have to change also and and grow with her as well the chameleon part comes from 
a chameleon a chameleon is a form of lizard and a chameleon will adapt to its environment to hide from prey or you know to kind of blend in with its uh nature scenery well i have to adapt to her love so my love and the way i love her i will also have to adapt as a chameleon adapts to its environment i'll adapt to my environment and i'll love you how you need to be loved in this particular season or this particular moment in time or loving you as a as a as a parent or you know as a parent of two or whatever the case is and so that's where that chameleon love comes from I like it. and you know i i just i challenge everybody out there to think about it that way just try to think about um loving your spouse or significant other in the season that they're in in the yeah. time frame in a period of life that they are in um because if you stay stagnant then you run the chance of there being a disconnect and maybe you and her or you and him yeah. aren't on the same page and be okay with them changing excuse me not to interject no, no, be okay, but be, be okay with them changing too and um and loving them like you said i love what you said loving them where they are for who they are and for where they're going i appreciate you loving me that way of course of course <laughs> and you know i i appreciate you loving me too where i am in my seasons you know that's just that's just one of those things that we have to continuously remind each other that we're going to change as we continue to grow as we continue to get older and our, our, our life goes on together yeah. we're going to change every few years and we have to learn to love each other whenever we change we have to love you know it, it may it may just be a small tweak yeah but that's what that that small tweak can make the difference of um divorce yeah. or that small tweak can make the difference of arguments or you know a little small bickering and, and complaining and moaning division. and groaning yeah. division in the in, in the household so challenge anyone to try chameleon love right. you know see how it works yep. and um i think you all would benefit from it yes most definitely so everyone i'd like to thank you so much for taking uh a few moments out of your time to listen to us um we really appreciate you tuning in yes uh tune in for next episode be coming shortly um you want to plug your social media yeah you know you can follow me jenny grind on instagram and you can also look uh look me up on facebook devon heath d-a apostrophe capital v because my mom was fancy o-n <laughs> and my last name is heath h-e-a-t-h yeah Zivon. <laughs> it's French. Um, and then um, you can also reach me on Instagram at Vaughn underscore tough. That's V-O-N underscore T-U-F-F on Instagram. Uh, I don't tweet, so that's the older side of me, not the millennial <laughs> side. I don't, I don't I don't really have a Twitter. Neither one of us. <laughs> <laughs> but eventually I think I'm Or Snapchat. We might need it though. <laughs> also look for the Chameleon Love yeah. Instagram coming soon. Um, we'll plug that in on the next episode. Yes. But again, I'd like to thank all of you for tuning in. Yes, I'm thank Vaughn, you everybody, and I'm Jenny. And this is Chameleon Love.